0: Can I get my 20 bucks? You lost? Oh, why don't we? The camera's rolling. Why don't we explain what's going on here, Steve? (laughs) So, Steve is digging through his wallet to give me $20. I now
1: have. I have no idea what's going on. By the would,
0: way, would Steve, do you want to explain that You want me? You want me to?
2: I'd love to, to explain this, Isaac, okay. because right, I Steve. want I want to explain the <clears throat> absolute outrageousness. Explain this to me of the of the most stupid things I've ever seen in my life, ho- like chain events, right? Mm-hmm. So, for all you wonderful, without apology, listeners, because I know this is going to go in there because Isaac edits these, so he's going to put this in there for oh, sure. Absolutely. Every time that Isaac seems to try these trick shots in basketball, or not even trick shots, just like half court shots or something like that. Um, he, he looks at me and he says, Hey, Steve, 20 bucks? Um, in which, listen, the majority of individuals in the world would, would throw that ball in the air in a fashion that would not even remotely come close to the basket at all. Mm-hmm. But Isaac Bogue, somehow, every time that I agree, and like when I don't agree, he'll miss it, right? Like when I don't agree, he'll miss it. And then he'll be like, Look at me. And he, like, he knows this next one is going to be the one. And he says, 20 bucks. I feel it. And every time I say yes, because I think I'm going to win 20 bucks. So he looks at me at volleyball, uh, this like this past week or, or or so on Monday. He looks at me, says, "Hey, Steve, twenty bucks on a rim that is like eight and a half feet. It's not even not even regulation. It's not even regulation. Not even. And this is a two
0: thirds like not a half court shot. This is it is thirds it is cross, cross map of the, this over the of this net. basketball court over Mid-game. the volleyball net.
2: And I say, okay, twenty dollars. Swishes it. Swishes oh, it. I was gonna say banks it, but I don't no, know, no, I don't you think you banked it. You
0: gave me two tries. First try was an the airball.
2: Then just he calculated. To, just to
0: leave. Then I adjusted my calculation. And then he
2: calculated, and then he did that. So I'm very upset. So I just had to hand him a twenty dollar bill. For all you non YouTube listeners, mm-hmm. I had to hand him a twenty dollar bill, and I was not. I was. I, I was very unhappy about it. He's embarrassed. I'm I mean, embarrassed. that is the first. That's like the third time this. That is the third. Very time this similar this has situation has this happened? This is the third time. I, you think you know? You think I learned my lesson? You would think. I don't. I didn't. I also bet. Um, I also bet somebody that they wouldn't be able to. Um, there was like a like a tennis ball or something in like a pantyhose, and like we were like it was a middle school game, and I was like, I bet you you won't hit the light from all the way over here. Absolutely, first time. Graham Emick, my friend, Graham. just absolutely Graham. nails this thing, and I'm like, I owe him ten dollars. And every time you make $10. a bet
0: with me, there's like a mass group of people there, like it's not just us, you know. Like, like the one was at the one time is at game day, and we're about to start practice. And there's like, I don't know, 20, 30 people waiting there. And me and whoever just shooting like from half court. And Steve's like, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, you won't make that. I'm like, okay, made it right. So and Steve looks at me, he goes, he goes, double or nothing. I'm like, okay, like I feel bad. I didn't want to take his money. So he's like, double or nothing. I'm like, okay, make that one too. Mm. Triple or nothing.
2: <laughs> I was about to say triple or nothing.
0: <laughs> triple or one. Mm. So person. my my biggest income this week is Stephen. So shout out to you. I'm that upset.
1: That's fair. That's all I gotta say. Well, <clears throat> what up? Welcome universe. to Without Apology, where we talk about super awesome things regarding the Bible. But today and life and life.
2: Today we're not going to. Today it's poor.
0: <laughs> Decisions.
2: We're
1: doing something a little bit different. So, as you may well know, me and Isaac and Steve have been off uh, doing our little trips. So, me and Isaac just got back from Mazalan, Mexico on our on our mission trip. Yeah. And Stephen just came back from Kalahari and Passion. Um, I feel yeah. like I'm screaming into the mic, which is kind of scary. It's okay. Um, it's, okay. it's better than so what we've
2: had. You,
0: so you're good. usually it's very it's quiet, quiet into the mic,
1: a, so this so, is better. It's all good. Um He's excited? I'm excited. Um, we're all excited. And... Today, we just want to share a little bit about what we did, what we learned, um, and what God is doing in us and through us, which is super cool. Um, Isaac, I don't know if you'd like to kick it off, not to just jump right into it, but Let's jump, no, right, into jump it. right into it. it. But right to into
2: but put but, but to do so. so <laughs> here's, a, here's a great question. Let, let me ask y'all boys questions because this is this is good. Ooh, well, let me I like ask it. y'all Interviews. boys questions. Interviews. Interview time. Interview time.
1: Da, 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 da,
2: for for anyone who who is not a, a fellow Grace Church individual who doesn't know what this Mexico trip is, please explain to the masses of people out there, the masses of listeners, what is this Mexico trip? Isaac, explain a little bit what you guys do. What Where you guys go, like in Mexico, um, partners that you guys have, explain some stuff about it. Yep. So, hola.
0: ¿Cómo estás?
2: Bien. ¿Y tú? Oh,
0: yo está bien. ¿Por qué estoy bien? Está bien. ¿Estás bien?
2: It's it's, it's not snowing. <laughs> that's why. Oh. In Spanish. In there you Spanish. go. There you go. It's uh, a. Okay. For snow is.
1: I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's nievo. Ne- ne- nievo. No it's not it No it's you. not So what N-E-I-D-O. happened in Mexico? N-E-I-D-O. Hang on I got you really I wanna quick. make another oh, bed no. word
0: for snow in Spanish.
1: No it's nuevo nieve. Oh
0: look at that. Nieve. Nieve? Mm. Oh mm. let's see let's see how Google pronounces it. Nieve. <laughs> nieve. <laughs> nieve. Wait,
1: is it nieve. why?
2: Nieve. No River can't spell this.
1: River's trying to spell this right now on his, oh, on his translating
2: app and he can't. What? You're so stupid, Steve.
1: Yeah. Oh nieves. Oh shoot, stupid E. Ready? This is for all our Hispanic listeners. Steve pierde su dinero con Isaac.
2: (laughs) What? Something Steve is with. That's all I know because I heard calling. Steve
1: pierde su dinero
2: con Isaac. Nieve, nieve. Anyways. So anyways. I, anyways. Anyways. After that was said.
0: So Grace wrong. Church has partnered with um, an awesome organization based in Mazelan, Mexico called Shoulder to Shoulder. You should check them out. Um, they have Instagram and YouTube and all that jazz. So Shoulder to Shoulder is an organization in Mexico that comes alongside existing churches down there in um, like... Uh, religious organizations and stuff like that, and just tries to help them in whatever they're doing. All right, so usually that looks like maybe some form of construction, or that looks like I don't know, just us like going to their youth group and like all this other kind of stuff. So Grace sends teams down there all the time. Uh, we send high school teams. Uh, did we send a middle school
1: team? We don't send middle school they're teams with anymore. The high school team.
0: Oh, they they're go combined. with the high school team. Wait, what? Yeah, so the middle school high school team. Um, but then we send um, specifically our college team. Um, and so, like, Collective went, and that's what this most recent trip was. Um, it was about—it was 22 people uh, from Collective here at Grace Church, and we got to go down there and serve the community. Um, it was really cool. It was uh, super cool. And so, Grace and Shoulder Shoulder are, are partners, and we just like the—they think a lot like we do, and, and we think a lot like they do, and we try to help each other and, and share um, advice with each other, and, and I mean, we're called to make disciples of all nations, so— they're down there making them in that nation. We're making them in this nation, and we help each other out when we can. Um, so, yeah, if you ever want to look more at that, go check out Shoulder to Shoulder um, on Instagram. There's some videos up there about what that looks like and all that kind of stuff, and we're going to try to get a, a highlight video on the Without Apology YouTube mm. uh, channel. So yeah, keep but... your
2: ojos out for that. He means eyes out for that. That's With what the thing about... Mean. They, they come back from Mexico. This happens every year. They, how many times have you guys both been to Mexico, by the way? How many times? So I have gone... This was my sixth trip. This is Isaac, what, 10 or 11, 12? 11? 11, yeah, 11, 11.
0: Or, 11 or 12.
2: 11 or 12? I think it's 11. For so 11 right every single time, these... these these idiots come back from Mexico. They, all, they always speak in Spanish. And then they like, kind of like, like fades away a little bit. But you always just randomly hear one of these guys say some word in Spanish. I'm just like, what? It doesn't
1: fade away. I, I speak Spanish all year long. Yeah, we, but we try to es- speak Spanish. Especially around like the January to March. And like even a little bit. Like, all right. From November to about March, you'll hear an increase in it. Because I'm excited. And I also know that I've uh, lost a lot of it. And then when I go down... Me and Isaac retain a lot of it. Yeah. So Which makes sense. Which, which makes, cause cause you're, well, you're,
0: like, and you're speaking Spanish all the time. Yeah. Correct.
1: And, and right. it's, it's this
0: English is your secondary language. So you try to like do everything you can to speak more of yeah. your primary Correct. language.
1: And like the coolest part about it is like we don't learn the language. You acquire it. It's like so most of the time you don't know what you're saying. You just know when and how to say it. It's, it's weird. Well, not, yeah. that's not true. It's like, yes, it is.
0: It's kind of, it's, kinda, it's you, th- someone will like say something and you won't really know what they said, but you'll, you'll know to say like yes or like no or like something. It's strange.
2: You'll have like a, the right response for it, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, um, River Harder, River River yeah. Danger Harder, um, explain to me what the specifically, third. Uh, the third, yeah, he's the third, River Danger yeah. Harder. Um, explain to me what you guys did down there. What, how, first off, how long did you guys spend down there? And second off, like, what did you guys do in that time that you guys spent down there? Yeah. Um, so, for this trip we
1: we were focusing specifically on like youth ministry and the impact and significance of it for for a majority of the trip, actually the entire trip yeah. um and everything that we did kind of pointed to it so the first uh day we settled in the second day we went to church um and just and that's one of the best things we get to do um we were there for nine days by the way um but um that night we invited twenty four To thirty, somewhere in there, uh, youth pastors and pastors and leaders that were interested in like learning more about uh, how we do our our youth stuff. So for me, I work in Mm -hmm. children's ministry, um, and my my sermon, like I got to do a sermon that night, which was really cool and uh, encouraged them. So mine was about abiding, um, and instead of doing like the the usual John fifteen kind of thing. I decided to go with a little bit different. I said, we should plant ourselves in these lies, and the lies being I am what I do, I am what I have, and I am what people say about me and think of me. Um, and I got to say, like, hey, this became very, very real for me in ministry because I'm doing all of these things, and I'm, like, thinking that's for God, but in reality it's for me. And I have all of these cool things going on for me and, like, all these gifts I have, but they're not really for God. They're kind of the things that I'm just – you know, trying to use it on my own, and then I get so concerned about what people say about me that I end up choking. So that was like one of the w- one of the cool things for the week, and we got to share that and encourage like the teams down there, like, "Hey, we gotta we gotta find that good soil. We gotta be planted by streams of water, um, and be good strong trees, basically." And you'll hear more about that probably later on. Um, but that was the first day, and then for days two, uh, three through five or six. We did a lot of construction, and this pointed directly back to like youth ministry because what we were doing. Me, so they sent me and Isaac and a few other people up uh, this like 20, 20 foot ladder, something like that, oh, yeah. uh, into Pretty this hard. into this little window area with sledgehammers, jackhammers, and like this big old bar thing that you use, and we would just hit the ground for a few days. Um, and what we were doing was making Sick. it was really it was really hard. What we were doing was making a space for some stairs that lead up to these classrooms because before the church we were working with, Oasis de Esperanza, which is Oasis of Hope, um, they didn't have, like, a children's ministry at all, but now that they have, like, this second level with all of these classrooms, they're able to they're able to have, uh, like, um, shoot, what am I thinking of? Children's ministry. Children's ministry. I'm so slow right now. But yeah, they're able to have children's ministry, which is super cool. So every little thing, and then, the second, not the second, so that was one cool thing, two cool thing, three cool thing. Isaac and I and our team got divided up into teams of four and five, and we went out to different youth groups. So if you go to Collective, we have like our college ministry, so we got to go out and explore like the different college ministries. So one of them was uh, uh, we got to go to this one church, me and Brad Dietz Creek, uh, Callie, Daniel, and Parallel. we all went to this one church called La Mission Sagrada and Isaac would have gone to a different church, and we just kind of ran their youth group for the night. And Isaac, as group, yes. I heard shared the testimonies, which was awesome. Yep. Um. That Carlos is a guy. It was really cool. I got to work with this guy last year, and he was. He's like, imagine this guy that's like five foot and he's balding and he's just a beast when he's doing concrete stuff and rebarb stuff. Just a just an absolute unit with just construction. A tank, a tank with construction, right? He gets it done. Um, he's like River. I love what you said on Sunday. Would you redo it again? So like, and he didn't say it like that. He said it in Spanish. Right, anyways, but that was fun. Uh, so we did that, and then the whole point of that night was to invite those youth groups to an event on Friday. And one of the coolest parts about that event was we were supposed to get like this permit everything. We're gonna bring speakers and microphones, and we're gonna have games and stuff like that. Yeah, banger! It's, it's gonna be an absolute like 400 party. Four hundred people there. Well. Perfect. What happened was the government wasn't willing to give us permits for the park. Uh-oh. Um, so we had like our 22 people from our team and like over 200 people expected to go to this event. And instead, we were like all bummed out like, oh, we're not going to do it because like, oh, there's too many people there going to have COVID. And we're like, oh, we're not going to do it because we might get COVID or whatever. What John Bowen suggests and Maddie suggests is we go to this park as friends.
0: We just go as friends. And then and and then up,
1: you know? and then maybe, and maybe, just maybe, we'll meet 200 other friends It'll at said park. Friends. And instead of bringing all of the microphones and the speakers and everything that we we're going to do and have like the party, right? We just play it. We brought a volleyball, a few soccer balls, and just played and had fun. And then what was really fun, we were going to do like Isaac sharing the gospel and then Jesse sharing her testimony. What happened was we just split up into five different groups, and some people went out with Isaac, Jesse, this guy Daniel, and a few others, and they just shared their testimonies. Uh, oh, and Sophia Karras. So they all went out and shared their testimonies, and it was super cool. It was much more real and intentional. It was story-based, and that's like how you communicate down there, which was super cool. Like You tell your story um, and connect it to what's going on. So all in all, it was a really cool trip. Um, a lot of, a lot of awesome things going on. Um, it was super cool for me, especially cause like I, I work in children's ministry and like mm-hmm. seeing them take a value to a value in that was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so
2: that's what we did. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Isaac, biggest takeaway when you came back this year from Mexico that you got from the trip, biggest takeaway.
0: I mean, there there is uh there's a lot of really cool stuff that happened um at one point we had um we broke up into different teams and we k- went to like uh different youth groups basically and like youth groups there look different than they do here so it's like um have you ever been to a youth group like at merge um it's kind of like this crazy environment and all this kind of stuff they're just kind of like going to houses it'd be like a life group here so it was like that um so we went to this youth group. And we walk in and I, earlier, I, we reconnected with one of our friends that we've known down there for a long time named Jonathan, um, who is Spanish speaking, but he's, he's a translator. So obviously you can speak English. Um, so I was like super excited to see him because I hadn't seen him in like a year and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, let's go, like, so excited. Um, and it was just like really good to see him. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just, we'll have this opportunity to like reconnect with Jonathan. Um, and so I'm like, gooning about that right i'm all excited and all this kind of stuff and so we're just talking and like we get in a taxi um an open air taxi and then which are like super legal here and (laughs) then um we get on this boat and we take this boat to an island so we're like we're like in the middle of nowhere um pretty much and so we show up on the boat and the guy is just waiting for us and he's like hello friends and we're like oh like hola like, ¿cómo sauce, All this kind of stuff. And he was like, no, it's okay. Like, I speak English. And we're like, oh, sweet. And so that was the pastor, and he spoke English. So we were like, oh, great. Um, so we're just talking to him. We're walking back to his house. Uh, we get in his house, and there, his wife is there. And so we're like, hola, ¿cómo sauce?" And she's like, no, it's cool. I speak English. And we're like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm from Louisiana. <laughs> we're like, oh, like, cool. Okay. <laughs> so we're just we're just speaking in English and all this kind of stuff. And we have like two translators and uh Sophia Harris is there. She's pretty good. I'm not bad. Alexa's is not bad. Like we can, we can make way. Um, But we're like, we're just English, Englishing it up. Right. So it's like, uh, it was super chill. And then people start to come in uh, one on time. And there's one person comes in and we're like, Oh my gosh. And she's like, N- I speak English. And we're like, Oh my gosh. And then she takes like her mask off and we're like, you're Jake Brookbanks' girlfriend. <laughs> it was Nikki? It was Nikki, yeah. That's awesome. So our friend Jake, we've had him on the show before. Um, like, his girlfriend was just, like, in this house. And I had no idea she was going to be there. And, Bro. like, I had met her in the States. And so had, like, Alexa and some other people. So we were like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's crazy. And she speaks English. So we just keep speaking English. Next person walks in. Um, she's from Colombia. And she doesn't speak any Spanish. She just what? speaks, like, English. Or what? It, I don't know what they speak in Colombia. She's somewhere there that, like, doesn't speak Spanish, right? So she speaks, like, English and, and whatever. And then this other girl walks in, and she's from Switzerland. And she doesn't speak any Spanish, but she's, she speaks English and Swiss. And then this other girl walks in, and she's from Germany. And she speaks German, and she speaks English, and she speaks Spanish, right? But we're still, in, we're still talking English, right? And then these three kids walk in, and we're like, oh, come on. Like, they're kids. Like, they got to... And they're like, hey, guys. And they're like, what in the world? <laughs> and so I start talking to these kids. I'm like, where are you guys from? And they're like, oh, we're from Canada. Bro. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we speak English and French. And I'm like, dog, how long you been here? They're like, we've been here for like three months. And we're like, they, YW- they, like w- d- they like just moved. They're not YWAM. They just like just moved from like Canada to here. Or one of them did YWAM or something like that. But so we're in this house. And when it's all said and done, only two people there don't speak English so like it, I don't know it was just crazy and like throughout the night like we're hanging out we're playing games uh, we start doing some worship and stuff and when we're doing worship I'm just like this is it this is like every every tongue every tribe every nation every knee shall bow and everyone's speaking like their like their first language so we're all singing the same song but it's Spanish German whatever they speak in Colombia Swiss, Swiss <laughs> English and then those kids I guess they could have done it in French but I don't know. That was that was an awesome moment for me. And then to answer your question, like my takeaway from that is like you don't have to do like Jesus like how we do Jesus. Mm. Like you don't have to do church like how we do church. You don't have to do youth group how we do youth group. Like there's a reason. There's nations and there's cultures and there's different ways of doing things. And and the Bible's not like here's how you do da 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 da. And you have to do it just like this or it doesn't count. No, like, like we do grace grace, and like we do it here how we do it here because like it works here. They do it there how they do it there because it works there. And they're like asking us, they're like, they're like oh, we're, we're like talking about collective. And we're like, yeah, we get like hundred about 100 people there a night or, or a week or something like that. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. How did, you, how did you do that? And we're like, we just like followed Jesus, made it a place people wanted to be. But, like, we did that for, like, Ohio. Like, you got to do that for, like, Mexico. You got to do that for Mazatlan. Like, like you got to do that for your own culture, your own people, your own thing. And they're like, how do you, like, build this great church and all this kind of stuff? We're like, you build a church one person at a time. Yeah. But, like, you don't – you can t- – like, Grace does a lot of things awesome. And, like, you can copy and paste as much as you want. But, like, you have to adapt that to your own culture, to your own circumstance. Yeah. Now, take that on an individual level. You can do everything, you can do everything exactly how Steve does it, exactly how Rip does it, exactly how I do it. That's cool. You can copy and paste like some stuff, but you gotta tailor suit your ministry to your people. Right? Like there's a reason we don't have just like have one thing and everyone comes to like one thing. Like you go to Grace, there's like a hundred groups, right? There's like basketball, there's volleyball, there's soccer, there's like Smash Bros. There's Just a life group. There's like just collective. There's weekend service and there's all this kind of stuff because we're trying to like tailor fit all this kind of stuff to make Jesus make sense to you,
2: Mm.
0: not to everyone, but to you. Yeah. And so like, that was my, that was my takeaway. Like we got to like tailor fit. Like I'm going to talk to like Steve differently than how I talk to like one of my friends who doesn't believe, or I want to talk to one of my friends who doesn't believe differently to one of my other friends who doesn't believe because they're just different people, right? It's the same truth, but you have to learn how to communicate it. We had Dr. College on one time. um, Go check out his episode, and he's saying the same thing. Like we're We're saying the same thing. It's all coming from the same Bible. The same guy wrote it down, but we have to figure out how to communicate the best way. Mm. Like, am I yelling at you? Am I talking like this? Am I not talking at all? Am I using videos? Am I whatever? You Like, you have to, if you're a believer, you have to figure out how to communicate the best way to your people.
1: Mm. That's right. That's right. Que fuego. River, same. hit me with the biggest takeaways you got from Mexico. I could say all of the same things Isaac said. Like, those, don't, don't I'm don't not, call, but you you I'm not going edit. to, I'm, that's, I love I love reconnecting with like Jonathan. I love reconnecting with my my friends and all of that. But I think it's this trip was a lot of affirmation. um God, I was just like, there's a lot of stuff I'm, i like I wrestle with um and it was like a lot of like God are you sure about this? Are you sure about that? Are you sure about this other thing? um a lot of like fear and in Mexico, not like saying it's a magical place or whatever. But it's different there, um for me at least i I see clearer, um, and I feel like God speaks to me more directly there, not like he's speaking to me, but like he moves in me, and he's always been doing something for me and like like readjusting the way I think. um for me, I my favorite part, my big moments, uh it probably would have looked like, yeah, similar, reconnecting with that team, but even better. For me, this year, it was different. Usually, the highlight's always like, oh, I get to see John Reister again. I get to see Javier again. I get to see Bethany again. I get to see Jonathan Cardenas again. I get to see these people all again. I think the biggest thing for me that moved my heart was connecting with our own team. Um, there's a lot of people at Collective I don't know. Um, a lot of people that went down that I didn't know. Um, one of the guys that went down, Caleb Timmer, um, mm. me and him, he's a stand-up guy. Love him to death. Uh, we stayed up, uh, one of the nights and when I'm in Mexico, I don't want to miss a second of it. So it's hard for me to sleep most of the time. I'd like, I can't sleep. It takes me forever to fall asleep. And then when I wake up, I'm like, we have to be up at seven. So I'll like be tired the next day. But me and him step to like 4am and I'm playing guitar and this dude just like pours out his like life story to me and like vice versa. But, like, just being able to connect and to know your teammates that much better develops that sense of trust. It, it's that sense of unity. Like, man, this is the person that Christ made this person to be. Um, and I was very convicted by a lot of my own stuff. Like, you know, there's, like, you know, you know when you ever, like, you say stuff, and you're like, shoot, that was for me. Like, I said that and I need to change that because you're convicted by yourself. Anyway, sometimes. So one of the things is, like, man, I am living in the rocks sometimes I'm living in the path sometimes, I'm living in the thorn sometimes. And that's the parable of the sower. It's like I'm living in expectation of myself. I think I am what I do a lot of times. I'm living in expectation of what I have. Like, oh I can only do things with what I have. You know? And I'm living in like this this sense of like, oh, everyone what everyone says about me matters. And none of that was true. And every time I like stayed up, whether it was with Caleb or with Isaac and like the translators and whatever um, every time that happened, I got to have a better sense of like, no, that does not matter. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is what God says that I can do. He's the only thing that matters. Like God has designed me for unique things. The only thing that matters is that God has given me everything I need for this moment. And the only thing that matters is what God says and thinks about me. And it says it very explicitly and cle- clearly in the Bible. So instead of like crushing under the weight of my expectations on myself and what I could, should be doing and should have and what I think people think about me is like, what is God, what is God doing in those three areas? So, and like the most clear expectation, not, not clear expectation. The most clear moment for that was like talking with Caleb, sharing life, being broken, like together, like crying together, um, just worshiping together, honoring God together. Um, got to have a few of those moments and it just continually breaks my heart. Like, man, like how great is our God? You know, so getting to see God in a different way through other people, whether it's uh, my my old friends from Mexico or my new friends from, from Mexico or my new friends here, or my old friends here, like just being able to continually understand God through the relationships that he provides for us and God always gives us relationships. It doesn't mean he wants us to depend on them though. No. That's a, a whole other thing. Like he wants us to depend on him and run to him and seek him and like, know and know him because he, he knows us. He just wants us to do that back to him, but he'll sometimes give us a glimpse of what he's what he's trying to get us to do when he gives us those relationships. Like, man, I got to, I got to know Caleb today. I got to know Steve. I got to know Isaac today. You know, like I think that's what he wants for me to do with him. Yeah. You know, and of course that's true, but um, I don't know. I just I was just really blown away by God doing that. Mm. Steve, hi River. So you had Kalahari and Passion
2: give us a little ooh, 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 a little rundown of that i did Tell, so talk to us. um so i i did not actually go to passion but i watched it all uh, online still uh lost some of the the wonderful you know conference vibe that you get sometimes when you're at a stadium with 55,000 other individuals you know that that'll probably do it but uh, still great great messages and stuff so that is uh, it took place in atlanta georgia in the mercedes-benz stadium and it uh it kind of ran a little bit shorter than it normally does. It ran about um, two days instead of like the three or four days that it runs in the in the past and stuff. Uh, but it was a really, really cool event. A lot of great speakers, a lot of great uh, worship uh, artists and bands that were there. Uh, so that ran for about two days. And then I also went, went to um, <clears throat> kind of like the middle school world at our church uh, has this event that we go to in Kalahari, which is a water park that you get to go to. And they have like a conference there as well. So they'll bring in a speaker. They'll bring in a band, and uh, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of like a middle schooler's biggest event of the year type of deal. This is like their big one thing that they do in the year here at our church. Um, besides that, and then a summer camp. So really, this is like a very hyped up event, and that's for uh, Friday night, Saturday all day, and then Sunday morning, and then we come back Sunday. But it, it was uh it was really really cool. It was it was pretty cool. Mm. And uh so. About passion,
1: yeah. What was what was the one of the what was your favorite moment or the one thing that really stood out to you? What did you learn most at passion? Well, yeah, watching passion.
2: Yeah, so passion had uh, had a lot of uh, the one the one thing about passion. I I've kind of learned um, very very recently. There's there's two types of events that you have in your ministry. You have the take events and you have the give events. So this passion is like something where you take it in. So it's a take event. Um, so there's not really much I have to give uh, effort-wise. I, I'm taking a lot in at once. And the one tough part about conferences that, that do that in the conference, uh, it's a lot to take in at once. It is like like Jesus overload for two days mm. like of all these insane speakers coming in and talking. So uh, whatever I say, I'm sure someone else who watched Passion or someone else who gets to watch some of the Sermons of Passion, there's no way you're going to get the same thing that I did mm. uh, because this is just so much packed into like two days. Uh, my favorite speaker 100% was a speaker called Jackie Hill Perry. Uh, she has uh, – wrote a couple books. She's a very uh, – she's a younger speaker um, and she came out and she talked about uh, kind of what the word holy means and why we've lost a little bit of what the word holy means in our in our common day definition. And she went out and she desc- like completely described the Lord as um, the reason you think of God as God and his righteous way um, – is not it, it's not because like you put the definition of holy on him. It's because he was already holy, and you just get to see that. Mm. And I was like,
1: "Fuego!" I was like, that's some "Dang, that's heat. some
2: that's some heat." Heat like, for the
1: feet, like, okay,
2: like. And she came up on stage and basically said, "Like the definition of who you are in God and the definition of who you see around you is not what you want to make it. It's not what others want to make it. It has already been written in stone what it is. You just make a perception of it from that." And I'm just like okay i'm like that's that's pretty heat i can't lie um so that was pretty awesome and then just getting to see uh like all the different speakers and stuff and and some of them are great some of them of course you know you're trying to make a big message in 30 minutes you know you're you're gonna have mistakes everybody's got mistakes everybody i went up there and spoke in front of 55,000 people and tried to nail the gospel message in 30 minutes and probably i'd probably have some things that rubbed at least two of those people the wrong way. So you probably know Probably at least. So like, you know, it is what it is. But no, it was great. Passion was passion was amazing. Mm that's awesome. That's
1: awesome. Well, I've been to Passion. It's a really awesome event. And it's like super encouraging to know that like, you know I mean, here's the thing. Not not even a hundred percent Probably not even ninety percent of those people are Christians, you know, which is so cool. Like to know that people are gonna hear the gospel the first time in that way. Um I don't know, that's just amazing. All right, so for Kalahari, middle schoolers, so fun. <laughs> so fun. fun. All right, what were what was your biggest challenge and your biggest praise? Oh.
2: That's my last one. So uh, the, the great part about Kalahari is that middle schoolers really, really like to get hyped for this event. Like, they love it. The bad part about Kalahari is that middle schoolers get really hype about this event. And so... Um, if, if middle school age range, if you can picture this, um, at John, our, our middle school kind of like director, um, he mentioned this fact to us. I thought it was absolutely insane. The last time that that sixth grade class would have had social interaction in a normal way would have been the third grade. Oh so my gosh, they, because of COVID, because of like all the different things in the world that, you know, have happened since those two years. Um, the last time that se- that sixth grade class would have experienced regular social interaction or would have Dang. had the opportunity to go to an event like Kalahari. Kalahari was about 1,000, 1,200 students, um, ranging from middle school to high school, uh, big. So it's a massive event. It's a lot of sensory overload type of deal. Like it's a lot, right? And it's meant to be that way. Yeah. So the biggest challenge that you have is trying to get a bunch of your middle school kids to be able to sit down in a seat listen to a speaker who is honestly talking to them like they're adults because there is some high schoolers in that room as well. So you've gotta, you got to, you got to hit the, you got to hit the right target audience there. So to have, uh, I, I let eighth grade, I have an eighth grade uh, life group or small group uh, that kind of meets every single Sunday regularly. So I got to go with them to this. Right. And I'm like, you guys are the oldest group, but you guys are going crazy. And I'm like expecting things of them. And I'm like, wait, the last time you had regular social interaction was the fifth grade. I'm like, oh, this is like ridiculous then. Like, this That's is insane. Crazy. So you only got really one year of real middle school and now you're the oldest in the middle school and you don't really know what to do. Mm. So having that whole entire idea and, and also my group, my, I, I love my group. I love my group so much. We're definitely a little bit awkward though. They say that the life group ter- uh, learns from the leaders. So I'm like really scared that I'm just like awkward, you but are. like I am, but it's fine. <laughs> well, but so it's I'm like, okay. so you're I'm welcome. like, but it was super funny. Cause like these guys, they were like, they didn't know how to take it in at first. I was like, guys. It's okay, just like just hang out, enjoy the moment. But they're like, bro, but like, there's a bunch of flashing lights. I'm like, yeah, like this is like insane. This is like the biggest event that you're probably gonna have in a while. Like this is supposed to go like hard, man. This is insane. Do be going hard. (laughs) And and they were just like they were like freaked out the first like session, and then like session three or four, they were like up at the front of the stage mosh pitting. It was it was insane. It was so fun. Um, so that's probably the biggest challenge. The biggest praise though, um, man, it's so cool to see, uh. Overall, just all those people in that room. I think that the last time that I experienced something very similar to that in person, um, would have been like our high school year when we went to momentum. Like that's I think that's the last time that I would have experienced something similar to that, like a mass, a massive group of people kind of worshiping and and just being in like complete reverence and awe of who God is. I think that's pretty awesome. But the biggest praise from it was um Every single conference, I, I think every conference kind of has this 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 night uh, towards the end-ish where they have like a very big gospel presentation and they really hit home on um, talking to those kids in those seats about uh, the reason that Jesus came down to save them and the reason that we we even follow him in the first place. Uh, and they, they did that. They present that Saturday night. And uh, I, I've, been, I've been praying a lot because my group had been big on complacency. Uh, they feel that because they're the oldest kids in their middle school, they've got this whole entire God thing down. They've got this Jesus thing down. Like all of them that went to Kalahari were followers of Christ. Like, and they have a very great grasp on it. They really do. Um, like they surprised me every single group of what they say, but they were like really struggling with this idea of I have like nothing else to learn in this phase of life. Mm. And I was like, okay. I was like, so this is going to be a big culture shock for you. And it's going to be a big gospel shock for you. Okay. Because, yeah. no. <laughs> because you're going to get like, things you've never heard of before and you've never heard this explained to you this way and you're going to realize that you can't fully you can't fully grasp the gospel in all its entirety you can't grasp the meaning of it like the understanding of what that means to you like there's no way like it's insanely insanely bigger than our brains are god's love for us Mm. so i was like you're going to experience that one way or another here whether you like it or not and the guy, one of the one of the speakers, that his name was Brad Cooper, um, not Bradley Cooper the actor, but uh, Brad Cooper. Mm. Um, mm. He he drove up from South Carolina. Really awesome guy. Uh, probably have not heard a more broad yet so, um, like specific to the people in the seats presentation of the gospel in thirty minutes ever. Wow. He covered so much, and he covered it in such a real and genuine way to these. High school, middle school students that, like, even I was sitting there and I was like, dude, this is insane. Like, I'm getting this guy's good. I, I'm getting things from, from him which are just blowing my brain. We went back to the room afterwards. They had free time after that <laughs> session. But instead of going and using that free time to go to the water park or using that free time to go to the arcade or using that free time to go do whatever, they actually sat in the room with me and talked for an hour. Wow. Uh, like, by their own will. Like, I was like, I literally told him, I said, you can go whenever you want. Like, I'm not keeping you here but like seven out of the 10 kids sit, sat in that room for like an hour and we talked about stuff. And it was like, it was one of those moments where it was like, if you think that you've fully got this whole entire God thing down, then you should never get bored about the gospel. No, nah. because yeah, this is, if, if this is really the number one thing in your life, if this is really the number one focus point that you're living your life for. This should blow your mind every single time. And you should get excited. You should get emotional. You should get, absolutely like awestruck by this presentation of the gospel anytime you hear it not that you've got it all down and that you're complacent with it
1: dude absolutely and
2: like they they took that and they just they were like asking so many questions they were like this is insane like i've never seen this before i've never experienced this before like what is this does this mean like god is speaking to me and i'm like oh boy here we go like this is just like all these questions came from like that one little like message from that guy Bro. and just broke down so many walls and so it was really cool to see that and, and it led to a lot of discussion about like things that they were going on through their life and stuff and we got to talk through that so it was just it was just an awesome like last session to kind of go off out on yeah. it was As- super sick absolutely and like K-Fuego K-Fuego Th-
1: thank you Isaac thank you Steven for like sharing those things and like if there's one thing I, I ever wanted like this podcast to be and like the people like you know like the three of us doing is to be encouraging, to be uplifting, to be like people who actively like want to like cheer on the kingdom of heaven and like see the kingdom of heaven and like action. And like the best way for like, for me at least, to see that is like to hear about it and just like see it like take shape in your life and, and your life as well, Steve. Um, so just thank you both for like, you know, being open and sharing about like all that stuff. And um,
2: thank you too, River. Oh, thanks, Steve. Thank you too, River. Thanks, Steve.
1: Thanks. Thanks, River. No, but like, even though this wasn't like a super like, oh, we're going to really challenge the skeptics and we're really going to, we're really going to like, you know, back up whatever we're doing. Honestly, like, it's so simple. Like, these these two events, that like no, three events, are all centered out around one thing, love the Lord your God, love others. And I don't even think the skeptics, I don't even think the people who like, the atheists, wherever you're at, I don't, anybody oh, you who want. listens... No one can move past that and be like, oh, that's a stupid idea. No. We're all called to love one another and love God especially. So, I don't know. That's that's kind of my, like, my last idea is like, man, it was just super amazing to see how God uses for the first, you know, month of January almost, like the first little right. bit of time. Halfway through, yeah. not even. Halfway through, like, man, yeah. like, look at all these amazing things. Imagine what we can do with the rest of the year. You or the rest man?
2: of your life. Or your life. Way go. Well, it's one know. of the, it's, I'll end out on this. I'll end oh, off on this now. Steve will end it now. Okay. No, I won't end it, but I'll end off my part on this Whatever, note. Whatever, man. <laughs> um, I think that when you look at everything that is going on, um, it, it's kind of this cool moment. Uh, so when I, I didn't go to passion, I didn't go to Mexico. Uh, a lot of people who, I think the people who stayed home, at least I say stayed home as in like stayed over at and still continue to do ministry. Um, We kind of looked around and we were like, well, dang, like it sucks that they're not here, but it is so insane. Like think about how much the devil is like quaking right now. Like think about how much God is looking down and being like, yeah, like that, those are my people and they're going out and they're doing the work that, that my son instructed them to do. Mm. Like, like it's insane that. In this past month alone, like just here in a little little tiny place in in Akron, Ohio, there, there was all different age groups affecting all different parts of the world. Like that's insane to me, mm. right? And so one thing that I really, really looked at and saw this past month and especially in these trips is like there are so many ways that you can go out and you can have these – these, I don't even want to say commissions, but just like you're going out and you're serving the Lord or you're taking, right? Like you're giving, like you guys in Mexico was a massive give, right? Yeah. You you were almost 100% of the time giving something away and you were serving, right? That's that is like one of those give moments. Or if you went to passion, you completely took in, right? Like you took in a lot. Kalahari is like, it's kind of like a 50-50. It's like you give and you take. You get like a little bit of both in there, right? Mm-hmm. It's like all these moments of just, seeing the kingdom of god actually play out in real time in front of your eyes like blows me away because mm. it's just like yeah that it, it's like when like you look back you're like yeah that's good like that's good stuff right there mm, that's good stuff that's for you that's for that's you, for you. Oh! what in the world so the mic just so fell the mic just fell
1: even <laughs> any last words
2: And on that note, Isaac, what do you have to say? All
0: right. On that note, um, I want everyone to look at Steve's shirt that he's wearing right now. What does that say, Steve?
2: His grace is sufficient. Sorry, I have to hold the microphone to my face
0: now. (laughs) His grace is sufficient. Our friend, the one and only Chloe Putrich. She has been on the show before. You should check out her episode. A lot of shout-out today. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're listening, literally... (laughs) We have like these little arm bars that this hold our so mics up. Funny. The one, it just fell. It just, decided to fall. it just, like, no one moved or anything. It just fell. So that was crazy. Um, I'm sorry for
2: the thump that you guys just heard.
0: Another reason that you should go watch the YouTube. Because there is just exclusive content on, on Golden there. moments. We're and back. And it's fixed. And, and we're back. back. And we're back. Um, so, His Grace is Sufficient. Check that out on Instagram. There's a lot of awesome merch and cool stuff there. Um, speaking of awesome merch and cool stuff there, Without Apology has our own merch and cool stuff
2: there. Bow, 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 bow. We got sweet wow, crewnecks, wow, wow, wow. sweet
0: hoodies, sweet t-shirts, sweet coffee mugs, sweet everything. Everything. So if you're Interesante, that means interesting, uh, or interested, interesting. you should go check that stuff out ASAP as possible. Make sure to like and subscribe on every single channel and big shout out to everyone who donated uh, specifically financially to Riv and I to get to Mexico because that is quite a large sum of moolah. So thank you guys so much for all of that. Uh, We're going to put a highlight video. We're going to answer any questions. We're going to talk about anything and everything. Um, So thank you so much for that. Hey, enjoy your life. And remember to follow God. Without apology apology. We will see you soon Peace